Jerome Spann. Of course, I'm here to tell you about our sponsor today. And our sponsor is, of course, and will forever be longstanding. Hey, mind, mind you, he don't give me no money, but this is my man's. I got to hold him down. It is Swopes Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, Swopes is out here trying to change lives. He's trying to help get these young athletes into college each and every week. Every day he dedicates a lot of time to this. This man has a serious, serious passion for helping others further their education and further their lives in a lot of great ways. They are on Facebook. Make sure you look up Swopes Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Swopes is spelled S-W-O-P-E-S. It is ran by Mr. Nathaniel Swopes Jr. He is the man in Houston, if y'all don't know. Yes, make sure you go check him out if you're trying to get your kid into school, hell or hell. If you're even a kid here that's thinking about going into school and you want to try and keep playing, keep your athletic career going, make sure you go check out Swope's Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. He is the man that is going to help you keep that dream going. So make sure you follow them on Facebook and you can get right a hold of Mr. Swope's there. He will help you get into college and keep your dream going for continuing to play your sports. So again, people, Swope's Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Check it out now. Help change some kid around you that you know his future, or hell, even your future. Yeah, yeah, Enigma in the house. My man Jay Span, Titan Studios. It's called From the Heart. Keeping it real is what all the song's about. Never selling your soul. Always staying true to yourself. All right, ah, uh, yeah, check it out. Money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the heart. Yeah, money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the start. Man, money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the heart. Yeah, money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the start. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite weekly sports show that's right it is itc sports ball and i am your man jerome spanner and of course i am here with my long-standing partner we're missing one of our tripod today but it's all right because we got two strong legs over here baby we've got that hot take spitter the man who rips like dylan spits he is the modern day ali of the microphone he is that man hey you know it's your boy mace over here Today, I'm only dealing with a pimp named Slickback, but we're going to make it work. <laughs> He's just mad because he wishes his hair looked as illustrious as mine. The prettiest face on ITC, baby. Hey, don't, don't, hey, don't have me show up here in some curls now. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. You won't do it. You don't won't have do me it. up here in some curls, bro. I'm going to be unstoppable that day. You won't do it. You won't do it. You ain't got it in you. Mm -mm. I don't believe it. Okay, DJ. <laughs> but of course, people, we are here to give you our weekly picks for the NFL because we are back in football season. And I know this is everybody's favorite time of the year because guess what? Football is back. And we have already gotten through one of the games this week, and that was the Bills and the Rams. Uh, we watched the Bills utterly dominate the Rams in that game. If not for the Rams' defense, I think that game could have gotten much, much uglier. Mace, how are you feeling about both of those teams after that game? Um, I think the Bills are as advertised, and they're only going to get better because they're going to shore up who their um, slot guy is because it, it seemed like there was a – 
a lot of switching between Isaiah McKenzie and um, what is whoever the other. Anyways, they, their slot is not solidified yet, so they are running. They're running two to three guys out in their slot receiver at this moment, and um, it looked like Zach Moss is going to take uh, control of that running back room and and wants to be the guy. He ran with the most conviction, but um, I'm not I'm not hitting the panic button on the Rams just yet either. I mean, you ran into a buzz saw week one. What do you you have a lot of new players on offense? Uh, you got some new guys on the offensive line. You have new receivers to break in, um, and pl- and you lost Von Miller. And people need to people need to stop acting like Von Miller did not. Um, put that defense over the top the last half of the season. So. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you there. Um, Without Von Miller, you could see the difference in their pass rush completely. They did not look like the same team. So we'll see what happens there. But the thing that was most alarming to me was the performance of the other receivers outside of Allen Robinson, outside of uh, Cooper cup, excuse me, Allen Robinson. uh, What's his name? The little fast guy. Uh, They were all, no good. The only good receiver for the Rams on the night was Cooper Cup. And don't get me wrong. Matthew Stafford did not play um, his best game by any stretch of the imagination, right? But at the same time, those receivers were not doing him any favors. I mean, we watched Allen Robinson look exactly as he looked last year in the Bears offense. And don't get me wrong. I was the guy who was trying to defend him last year. But at some point, you started to see where, hey, my man, do you even got it anymore? Because... At what point, Mace, during that game, did you think you saw Allen Robinson on the field? Or were you wondering throughout the whole game? I didn't like even, I was like, was I didn't you even really, like un- unless you paid attention to offseason moves, you would not know that Allen Robinson was out there on the field. And that's the exact point to it. So I just have to say the Rams are going to have to figure some things out. Losing Robert Woods, losing Odell they might want to go and pick up that phone and say, hey, 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 Odell, you trying to come play for us again? <laughs> hey, he, he might only be ready for the playoffs, but at the same time, that might be the, the point in which you need him. Hey, yeah, very, very true. But don't want to get caught there talking about that game because we was, I'm sure we will spend plenty of time talking about the Buffalo Bills over the course of this season because, man – they are looking as advertised as we all thought. So we got to get into this week's games, and we might as well start at the top of the chart here. And I'm going to let you pick first because you know me. It's my team, and you know my my heart going to be on the line here. So, Mace, we've got 49ers at San Francisco. And just to give you a heads up here, Mace, it has been pouring rain here this morning. I, th- I think that's still going to favor the uh, the 49ers and just because they are a heavy run team. Um, I, I don't expect them to put too much on Trey Lance's shoulders early on in the season. And, um, I mean, off the strength of that defense and run game, um, I think they will pull this game out, but it's probably going to be one of those sloppy games, maybe like a 14-9 game or something on the lines of that. It's, it's not going to be pretty. I'm going to tell you this. Rain this morning was the last damn thing that I wanted to see, (laughs) knowing what we were going up against. But at the same time, it may, if the players can keep their feet up under them, it can play also into our advantage. We have a bad offensive line. 
This usually favor weather like this favors bad offensive lines because guess what? The guys that are coming off the edge cannot come off as fast. They got to worry about their traction. They got to worry about their footsteps. They can't just speed around you all the time around the corner, right? So it kind of plays into a bad offensive line's favor. But all of that being said, I am still going to pick the 49ers here. The only way the Bears win this game today is if Trey Lance decides to throw the ball up. And we both know that more than likely Kyle Shanahan is only going to let him throw the ball maybe about 25 times in this game, right? That's max. He's going to he's going to actually think have, it's going to be closer to 20. To you think it'll be like be, 20? You think it'll yeah, be like I, rookie season Russell Wilson? Yeah, I, I don't think he I don't think they're going to I think they're capping that man at 20 unless it's completely necessary. It, 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 you may be right, but like I said, I think it'll maybe be about 25 and that's it because they're not going to leave the, the game in his hands, especially Shanahan has never been one to just leave the ball in the hands of a terrible um, quarterback that might turn the ball over. <coughs> Jimmy G, <laughs> um, you know, he he'll just take the ball away from you if you start doing that. So I think the 49ers still win this game. I think it ends up being at max a 10 point game because it's going to be like May said, going to be a lot of running the ball, going to be a lot of take the ball. I take the air out of the ball, excuse me. And with that happening, it's not going to be a high scoring game. So me and Mace are both going with the 49ers here. So we'll keep it moving here. Mace, we have got a game in the black and blue division of football. A game that honestly, I think is going to have a lot to do with who ends up winning this division down the stretch or being the second playoff team down the stretch. Mace, we got Steelers at Bengals. Who you got? Um, you know what? I'm going to take the Bengals here. Um, I don't know if the Steelers are going to have enough offensive firepower this early in the season. I'm pretty sure it's going to take a while for who, whichever quarterback, to to get into a rhythm for them, since it's a sense. Pretty much whoever their starter is going to be is somebody new to the system. So um, I just got the Bengals just off of like the the strength of the continuity that those guys have. Um, I think they will. I, like I said, this is going to be another close game. I'm not expecting any sort of blowout. And the Steelers defense is still top tier. So, so I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think this is the season, the perfect type of start for the season that Pittsburgh would want. They're a better constructed team than the Bengals. All they needed was a quarterback that could throw the ball further than 15 yards last season, and they would have clearly been a much better team than them. They still got T.J. Watt, who we know that dude's an animal. He's going to come out. Like, I don't care how much money they spent on that offensive line. The offensive line can't be fixed for T.J. Watt and Hayward. Them boys are both animals, okay? You got one coming up the middle, and you got one coming off the edge. Best of luck to you, okay? So I think now this is going to be one of those games where we start to wonder is Cincinnati going to have that Super Bowl loss hangover that a lot of teams end up having? I think Pittsburgh comes out here and wins this game by 13 points. I'm going Steelers. So. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see hmm. your face. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> didn't expect that, did you? Mm-hmm. Nope. 
Uh, all right, moving along here, though, we have got the Philadelphia Eagles going into Detroit. Mace, who you got? Um, you know what? I actually got Detroit winning this game, bro. Oh, I, feel like, no. bro I feel like they're, they get, they're gritty, bro. They're going to pull it out. I don't, I, I'm, I am not convinced on Philadelphia's toughness at this point in time. So, oh, Lord. Hey, this I is, think, I think they're going, they're going to get out gritted and, Sports ball fans, this is why I be saying Mace be he starts getting drunk on that cowboy stuff, right? How does the because cowboys this, have anything because this to do is with the this cow because this is the cowboy hater in you, dog. They're the Eagles no, in your I'm division. I'm not a hater. I'm you not. Know, no, 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 you no, no, know, you know, your team has to deal with the Bucks week one, and you're not looking forward to it. So you're hoping both teams that are going to compete for the division are 0 and 1 after this week because you know y'all yeah. ain't winning. I'm putting it on the docket right now. Dallas is – don't even ask me about my pick. Dallas taking that dub. <laughs> don't, even, don't even ask me. Don't even <laughs> ask me. When that game come up, Dallas. How about them Cowboys? How about them? Don't even ask me. <clears throat> Done with this guy. <laughs> Yeah, so clearly I'm going the Eagles because Mace is drunk as hell over there already. It's it's not even 10 o'clock yet, Mason. You already drunk as hell on Cowboy Kool-Aid. So it is what it is at this point. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. The Eagles are going to win that division this year no matter what all these Cowboy fans want to keep trying to tell y'all. They're going to tell us, remember, people, up till about week seven when it stops becoming a reality that they're going to win the division and they're going to have to fight for a wild card spot, they're going to keep telling us. How they gonna win the division? We gonna be hearing how about them Cowboys every week? I can't wait for Philly to win this game and the, and the Cowboys to lose this week. You heard me. You heard me. I mean that's cool and all, but it's not gonna happen that way. I'm I'm sorry to tell you, bro. A bad team has to make moves to get better. I'm sorry, bro. I'm I'm not afraid of the things that the Eagles did in the offseason. That does not make that does not concern me when a bad team starts making moves to get better. That's what they have to do. We'll get to your Cowboys. We'll get there. Moving along though, we have got Browns at Panthers, aka the Baker Mayfield revenge game. <laughs> 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 um, Mace, who you got? Bro, I'm I'm still I'm taking the Browns here. I think Baker gonna try to play play some hero ball. He gonna throw it up to them boys, and um, we know Ward and Newsom and Greedy. Them boys is all ready to go. Um, Miles Garrett probably probably hated Baker the entire time he was there in Cleveland. He probably gonna he probably gonna smack him over the head with a helmet. You never know, <laughs> but um. I, I expect this defense to smother uh, Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Um, I'm not sure about the effectiveness of Christian McCaffrey, bro. I mean, until he until he strings some games together, I can't really put faith in him, even though I know he has to be good for the Panthers to be good. But you can't really put faith in him being consistent. I have 0% trust in Baker Mayfield. If we haven't expressed that enough here on this show, let me say it one more time. Zero 
percent trust in him. I am 100% on the same page here with Mace. Baker Mayfield is going to come out here and try and press and throw and win this game by himself and, and you know, keep carrying that big old chip that he's always got on his shoulder, right? And that's going to cost them at the end of the day. I don't think that Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. I think he's a serviceable one, but you have to have an excellent roster as the Cleveland Browns did around him in order to actually make that a serviceable thing. All of that being said here too, I also think the Browns are a much better team than what people are giving them credit for, even with Jacoby Brissett being the quarterback. Look, man, Jacoby Brissett is not a guy that you can have as your long-term starter, but he's good enough to get you in a position to when Uncle Creepy comes back, you still have the chance at the playoffs. So and I'm going to say this right now. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to remind people why Dallas gave up a first-round pick for him this season. Oh, yeah. I just want to say shout-out to the boys in the GOAT League for letting Mace change his name to Uncle Creepy, bro, because he deserve, he deserves to have his name as Uncle Creepy. So shout-out to y'all boys, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's just one of those things where I think long term where we look back at this game and we say this is when we knew the season was going to go bad for the for the Panthers. We just didn't want to those that didn't want to give in on their true feelings about Baker Mayfield yet. You know, they'll be like, this is where we should have known it was going to go wrong. He's gonna <laughs> put it up. Look, Mace, we know two things are, are, are factual, right? about the AFC North. Two big facts. They have two of the biggest the biggest and best pass rushers in football, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Those are the two facts we know 100% guaranteed. And you they can probably just go Miles ahead Garrett. and say they're the two best edge rushers in the league right now. I would I can't argue against that. Who who's better on the edge than those guys? Nobody. Nobody. Now, I, I do know somebody that might be able to give them some uh, competition, but we'll get to that in a little bit here. <laughs> um, moving forward here, we have got Patriots at Dolphins. We have heard all the noise coming out of the Patriots camp about the situation going on with the offensive coordinator. We've, of course, all heard all the hype about, you know, how the Dolphins offense is going to take off to a new level with Tua having Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. All that being said, Mace, who you got? Crazy thing is, I don't think Tua's ever lost to the Patriots. I want to say he's like 3-0, and and I don't think it's going to change. I'm, I'm, I don't know who Mac Jones is going to throw the ball to. Um, Mace, you are 100%, 100% correct. He is 3-0 and against the Patriots. Yeah, I don't know who Mac Jones is going to throw the ball to. Um we know that Dolphins secondary can hold up in man coverage against any team. So I expect them to pressure them boys, put a lot of heat on that line of scrimmage around that front seven, throw some exotic blitzes out there. And um, for whatever, hey, say what you want to about how uh, Mike Daniels became the Dolphins head coach. We know one, he, we know he can scheme up some stuff to get certain guys in positions to make plays and he's got two people that can't be caught in the open field on his team. So I expect, um, I really don't expect this to be a close game at all. I'm, I'm expecting maybe a two touchdowns or more uh, victory for the dolphins here. 
I'm inclined to agree with you 100%. There's nothing I would say differently. I think this is going to be one of those games this week where we're like, oh, are the Dolphins that new it offense this year? Are they that Are they that ones? Right? So I, I don't think I even need to add much. You're right. 3-0 against the uh, Patriots, which means even though, you know, some of that was under Brian Flores, that means you have a fundamental understanding for what Bill Belichick is trying to do against you. Mm-hmm. I got some faith in you then. Moving forward here, we have got a uh, game that, I, man, we need this one for our boy, bro, man. We need this one for him, Mason. <laughs> we got Ravens versus Jets. We need the, we need the Ravens here because he picked the Ravens in his pool because he ain't no damn fool. Okay, so um, Mace, who you got here? Um, I got the Ravens, bro. I think um, uh, J.K. Dobbins comes back. Um, I'm curious to see who takes on that receiver workload for the Ravens. For the Ravens' um, perspective, they better hope it's Bateman. But um, I just I think Lamar's on a mission, bro. He didn't get his contract settled. He's going into the final year of his deal. Knowing what Uncle Creepy got, knowing that he's not taking a penny less. So, um, hey, this might be the revenge tour for my man. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. Yeah, this is uh, probably the easiest game for me on this week. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe Flacco is Joe, hey, Joe Cool, baby. Joe Cool, baby. <laughs> the, second, cool. the second coming of Joe Cool. Hey, you know what? We're going to call him what he is. Smokesman Joe Cool. Okay? We're going to call him <laughs> Smokesman. Since, Joe, since every time I bring up how he trash, he want to throw up where well, he had that run. He trash. Okay? He butt. Because guess what? If he wasn't butt, he wouldn't have lost his job to Lamar in, his rook, in Lamar's rookie season. You know why he lost it? Because he butt. <laughs> but yes, Ravens. Y'all know what I'm on this year, man. I look, I picked Lamar to do big things this year. Okay. I picked him to win MVP. So you damn right. You damn oh, I'm sorry. Mason Darrell picked him to win MVP, but he was my number two. I picked Josh Allen because I already know how the media works, especially after week one. <laughs> Boy, did did that's the wrong one to touch on base. Did you hear the hype train that they was doing for Josh Allen all game? And it was like, he's not even working at full capacity. Just wait until he starts running. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, they, hey, they was smoking that Joe, that Josh Allen pack hard. Bruh, bruh, that that Josh Allen pack was strong for them, bruh. It was super strong. They was out there selling it. They, They, look, you would have thought that was Josh Allen's brothers up in the up in the commentary booth. I'm you trying to tell you. You, you would thought, oh, oh, Mike, I'm not black. Tarico, I'm Italian. For those that don't know, they just heard that and they're confused. Mike Tarico, yes, Mike Tarico, the same one that we didn't see on ESPN and NBC for all these years, said he is not black. He's Italian. You would think that him and Chris Collinsworth. Was Josh Allen's family though? Like you would have thought, these boys. Be. Was hey, they—they they for sure. The they for sure. They are for sure invited to Thanksgiving dinner. They gotta be. Got to be. <laughs> so yeah, um, Lamar's gonna ball out. The Jets aren't a good aren't a good team, and they're not gonna be good until 
Zach Wilson can come back and hopefully play well for them because they need him to play well because they have a detriment of talent around him. It's oh, him, yeah. Wilson, and who that is is still in the league. Well, and, and I'm curious to see um, uh, what Kenneth Walker, I mean, because they, they, they picked him up as well. So, I mean, they have a plethora of young talent. And um, I think this is like the, this is almost I would say the perfect game for Sauce to start out his NFL career because he he's not going to be facing against a guy a proven receiver week one so hey. so he, he can hey. keep that confidence high unless he gets stuck on Mark Andrews and then it's barbecue chicken. Rashad Rashad Bateman looked at you and said, "I'm gonna remember them words, Mace." Listen, bro. I I want I want Bateman to do big things, but all I'm saying, no, he's not accomplished yet. Very true. All right. So moving forward here, because me and Mace are both going with the Ravens here, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. So moving forward, we have got the beginning, the true beginning of the Trevor Lawrence era. <laughs> Jacksonville versus the super washed Carson Wentz and Commanders. Mace, who you got? You know, I got to go Jacksonville here because uh, Carson Wentz just ain't – he ain't it. Um, he ain't it. That's – that's that. he's he's a walking free dub. He's going to throw you the ball up. He might have – he might have a, a, a three-game stretch where you're like, oh, my God, Carson Wentz, and then the rest of the season is going to be like, dang, Carson Wentz? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 taking Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. They spent all that money on them receivers. Somebody better catch the ball and do something with it. <laughs> yeah, th this is another easy pick for me on the week. Uh, Jaguars. I will look, sports ball fam. I'm telling y'all right now. I probably won't pick the Commanders to win all season. Pro I'm just telling you now. Until they get Carson Wentz out of there, I'm going to be hard-pressed <laughs> to, to ever pick them, bro. I don't know, Carson bro. Wentz, you, you gonna, whenever they play the New York football Giants, I bet you I, pick I trust Daniel Jones more than I trust Carson Wentz. You heard me say it, Mace. And, hey, at least I know Daniel Jones can hit the deep ball. What, what <laughs> pass can Carson Wentz hit? Can you tell me? Can you tell hey, me any hey, pass he can, by the he can numbers hit a that he does good? He could hit them all. It's just from time to time they go to the defense. Hit them all? Yeah, he throws them to the other team. They and I don't mean he can't either. hit them. I don't mean he can't hit them. That just means that uh, nice. he's just hitting the wrong team. I trust Daniel Jones more than I trust Carson Wentz, okay? And you know how I feel about Daniel Jones. That man is a walking turnover. That means Carson Wentz is a walking disaster waiting to happen, okay? Plain out and simple. I'm not wasting the more time with the with bum Carson Wentz, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Moving forward here, though, got a very big division game here in the NFC North. We have got Packers at Vikings. Mace, who you got? Um, I got the Packers here. I think um, I think the defense. They're gonna have to lean on the defense a lot more this season. But um, as long as uh. Kirk Cousins is uh, leading the charge for Minnesota. I, I just can't. 
I can't do it. Not not whenever the teams are are close in skill. I can't do it when whenever whenever the team whenever the when the gap is the quarterback. I got to go with whoever's against uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we have no love for Kirk Cousins on this show, but I'm about to surprise you here, Mace. This is my upset of the week. I'm taking the Vikings over the Packers. I think it's going to take that Packers offense a little bit longer to get clicking than what people think. I don't care that Aaron Rodgers has been in camp all season. Them boys still ain't got no talent out there, okay? Take it from a Bears fan. That offense can be stopped. What was bailing them out for years was – Aaron Rodgers to Devontae, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae. It'd be third and long, you know he going to Devontae, and somehow they still make the connection. He does not have that anymore. While me and Mace both think Christian Watson is going to be good over the course of his career, my boy, this is week one, and they got some corners that they can throw at you in Minnesota right now. So all that being said, I've got to take the Vikings here. Good Lord, I know it's so hard hearing me say I'm picking the Vikings because that means I'm trusting Kirk Cousins to not throw the damn game away. But I think Justin Jefferson Thielen presents enough enough of a matchup problem with their corners that one of those guys is going to get open. Jair can't guard them both, plain out and simple. So uh, moving forward here, you've got Chiefs. At Cardinals, Mace, who you got? Um, I got the Chiefs here. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure if Kyler did all his homework over the summer. <laughs> uh, that defense is worse off than they were last season. Fact. They're starting the season without uh, Nuke, so I got to go with the Chiefs here. Yeah, uh, I'm – Right in line with you. Look, man, there's a reason they put that clause in Kyler Murray's contract. There was a reason that they did it, and they, and me and Mace told y'all they was going to rue the day that they took that out of his contract. It's going to start showing week one. That Chiefs team is going to be coming on a mission. That Cardinals defense is much worse than it was last year. They do not have Chandler Jones. And if you do not have Chandler Jones and you are depending on J.J. Watt to stay healthy for a season, good luck to you. Good, good luck. And on top of that, they it seems like they still haven't exactly figured out how to fully use Isaiah Simmons and guys like that. Like, I mean, you look at what they have on the roster, right? You're like, you got Buda Baker. You got Isaiah Simmons. You got other guys. And you would think this defense should be good. Now, they're going to probably be bad. We know Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins is not good. We've seen it when Hop got a little bit banged up and all of a sudden that offense started looking like boo, boo. Um, and I think that's going to be the start of the season for them this year. And, we're, and look, I can't wait to see in-season hard knocks with this team. Woo, boy, we about to have some fun because, look, we know we know a couple things. Kyler Murray ain't going nowhere. Cliff Kingsbury ain't going nowhere. That can turn into a volatile situation very, very quickly. Yes, yeah, so if you don't believe me, they both got new contracts. Both of yeah, them. If you don't believe me, just ask ask the Seahawks how that whole Pete Carroll Russell Wilson thing turned out. <laughs> but Moving forward here, now we're going to watch Mace get drunk real quick, everybody. Just just get ready for it. 
We've got Bucks at Cowboys. Mace, who you got? Talk, talk to me. Hey, you see. <laughs> yeah, man, you know I'm picking my Cowboys, bro. What what is you talking about? What is we what is we what do we have to talk about here? I'm picking the Cowboys. Tampa Bay is starting three new interior offensive linemen. They don't have Gronk anymore. Yeah, but they got Julio. Okay. And other teams and had who he he won play away from a hamstring injury. Julio is one, he is one go route away from a hamstring injury. Am I lying? Mace is out here. He wants to believe in his Cowboys. But here's what I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. He's drunk for believing them, believing in them at all. I understand that Tampa Bay has three new interior linemen, but y'all ain't got the personnel to take advantage of that. So that's not really a mean? concern for me. Micah can, can rush from anywhere. You know Tom Brady get rid of the damn ball so fast that that's not that might not even be a thing, bro. So stop. We're gonna stop right there. What is, now look, you still have to deal with Mike Evans. You still have to get okay. deal with Godwin. Diggs, uh, Diggs and, locked him up and, last season, and, and you still have to deal with Julio. No matter what you Diggs say locked about. him up last season, and yeah. Godwin not even coming into the game one hundred percent. And they say Godwin is right. I don't know what you're talking about. They say that man ready. Hey, last time I checked, he was still on on the injury report list. Nah, bro, he, he's, he's off now. Into the game, but yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh, we got we got somebody for him too. Uh, no, you don't. Know. You got Anthony Brown. You gonna tell me you, you believe in Anthony Brown now? Hey, I'm not saying oh, I believe in him, but he's serviceable. He gets. He's, he's gonna ser- get the job done. Mace, you he gonna want, get the job wanted, done. You've wanted this man gone. For like three seasons, bro. Yeah, because we could have had Diggs and Byron Jones, and now I'm stuck with Anthony Brown. Yes, I'm upset, and I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> hey, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's me. Oh, dang, man, you were pretty hard on that man. I did, I did. That was that was a bit much, but no, nah, man, I, I got faith in my team, bro. My de- my defense is looking really good. I got faith. Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks. I think this ends up being a close game. I don't think the Bucks blow them out or anything. I think this ends up being one of those uh, 34-28 games. You know, I think both teams are going to be capable of putting up some points, but I think where the problem for the Cowboys is going to come up, Akeem Hicks, Vita Vea in the middle. Y'all going to have to deal with that, and both of them boys get pushed. And we know, look, Shaq Barrett may not be – the most elite pass rusher in the league, but we know he can still get pressure, right? So all that being said, I, I think Dak is going to end up taking some sacks on, on, on some third, down, third downs that you guys need that cost you the game, and it ends up being just a one-score game. So I'm going I'm, I'm, I will say the one thing that I'm really curious about is how they implement um, Tony Pollard more into the offense. I think, that, I think we will see a lot more like two back sets where Tony Pollard maybe uh, motions out to the slot a lot, or maybe Zeke does to try to throw him off. 
But I'm I'm curious to see if Kellen Moore can actually pull his head out of his ass, and I will take my fine because that's what he needs to do. Well, you know he's gonna be good for like the first six weeks, and then once everybody get film on him, after that, that's when you, the problems always come up for y'all. It's yeah. after like week six with Kellen Moore, the teams is like, oh, I know what he doing. He like he, you know what it is. Here's what bothers me about what he does for you guys, right? It was one thing when it was Peyton Manning running the offense with Time Moore, where literally they were coming out and running like they, they roughly they had like six to nine plays that they ran on you, right? But the thing was is that Peyton Manning was obviously coming up, choosing which play to run, and then making adjustments on the play, right? But that's not what y'all do, though. So it's like, I don't understand why Kellen Moore is always getting found out. It's like, bro, do you not know how to scheme up any more plays? You don't know how to watch somebody else's game and be like, ooh, let me add that into my offense. We can do it this way with my guys. Yeah. I don't get it. So uh, Kellen Moore, hey, hey, look, I'm going to tell you this much, mate. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it right now. The Cowboys season is going to get off to such a rough start that you're going to get your wish. McCarthy going to get fired. And I think that's going to turn you guys around and get you into the playoffs. Listen, bro, if I will sacrifice a few games and a few heart heartbreaks to get McCarthy out. Like I, I <laughs> I'll put this out in the universe right now. I will I will swallow I will swallow some L's if it means McCarthy's gone. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm. I, it might not be graceful. I might be up here. I might go down kicking and screaming. But hey, if McCarthy is out the dough, it's worth it. And you know what? Me and you have talked about this. The Cowboys are still showing that they're a very undisciplined team. Penalties ain't going away. They're just getting worse. And they've only gotten worse since he's gotten there. I mean, look, I thought y'all had problems with penalties with Jason Garrett, with old claps. You know what I'm saying? But this man... Do you not practice discipline ever? Do 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 people not run laps when they do things wrong with you? Like I I don't I don't understand what's happening. Like they can't they 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 can't. I don't think they respect him to be honest with you. Probably not. Look, they probably all look at him the same way that we did when the Cowboys hired him. Where it was like, bro, Aaron Rodgers couldn't work with this man. Why would you hire him? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, bro, this man lied about watching the film to get the job, and then once we found out he lied about watching the film to get the job, nothing happened. He didn't get fined. Nothing. 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 Well, don't worry, Mace. This season is probably not going to go very great for the Cowboys. Like I said, at best, a playoff berth, right? This is all for the offseason so Jerry can go throw all his money at Sean Payton. We all know this. He's going to be like, come on, son. Come on. We've been waiting on you to come back home. This is the chance. <laughs> if y'all if y'all, hey, that's, the, that's, that's the long game right there. That's the long game right there. Listen, I'll, I go down kicking and screaming, but if the long game turns into Sean Payton, hey, man, I, I – <laughs> <laughs> can't tell me nothing gross and of course the last game of the week we have got this week is monday night football the russell wilson revenge game see boy we got two revenge games this first week what i like it um broncos at seahawks mace who you got broncos country let's rock
Let's ride. Yeah, stop. You go stop that right now. Bro- hey, Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you, bro. I can't with you. So ridiculous. Who you got, man? Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we know who the guess we know who Mays got. Okay. It's clearly the Broncos here. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Look. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Neither of us believe in the doggone, and uh, what's his name, um, Drew Locke or uh, Geno Smith, because I believe Geno was named the starter, right? So I'm going to have to ride with the with the Broncos on this one. I think that without a shadow of a doubt, they're the better team right now. And I think Russell Wilson wants this game real, real bad. He wants to stick it to Pete Carroll. I don't know if people have seen the article that was released on ESPN. That ESPN.com, excuse me, that shows basically how that relationship came to fracture and how it got as bad as it did. Even after Pete had chose Russell Wilson over the defense, which was the reason they were so good. But that's a whole interesting story. I think Russ really wants it. So, yeah, I got to go with the the Broncos here without a shadow of a doubt. But, Mace, we got one more game to pick. And, of course, we have to pick. The Thursday, I believe there's a Thursday game because I think we start Thursday games right away this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so um, Mace, next Thursday, we have got Chargers at Chiefs. Who you got for that one? Um, you know, I'm take the Chargers. Uh, I, I, I feel like their moves will pay off in this game. Um, I I'll say this right now, saying this week one, if the Chargers underperform and underperform is at this point, it has to be a a first round exit in the playoffs. Staley's gone. He's out of there. I think he's going to be out of there. I think think if they don't, because you got to think about it, Herbert's going to have one more year on his rookie contract controlled under a decent amount of money before they have to start shuffling the deck a little bit to, to get his numbers right. Mm-hmm. So they, they probably going to have to, at that point, I feel like they'll probably bring somebody in and be like, Hey bro, I need you to get this right this year because a lot of these boys is going to be out of here the following year. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. This, this is a do or die on this season for sure for um mr staley because look man you only got roughly when you get a good rookie quarterback right you got about four years that you got to go for it maybe five depending on if you depending on how your guy develops right so if he's not the best year one and two and then all of a sudden three and four he's better you could probably stretch it out to year five but you really got about four years to get it right and try and really make some major moves and bring in some guys and uh, be able to afford it. So you got to get it right. Outside of Tom Brady, bro, you got to look at most times when guys win a Super Bowl is because they're, they're on a a controlled contract. I mean, hell, even Tom Brady was taking less money, but that's neither here nor there. But 
after these dudes get paid, a lot of times they stop winning. Facts. So uh, the only thing I will say I disagree with you on is the winner of this game. Because I always bet on black, baby. And I'm going with my man, Patty Mahomes. That's right, Patty. I've still got you back over here. That's right. That's right. But, yes, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs here. I The reason why is I don't trust Brandon Staley managing close games. Last year, that last game of the season showed me everything I need to know about him entirely. My boy, you could have played for a tie and got in the playoffs, but instead you were like, let's risk it all. I would hate Mace. I would hate to be a Charger fan. Imagine, imagine seeing what happened last year. And then you remember that year under Phillip Rivers where they had a top five defense and a top five offense and didn't make the playoffs. That will always be like no, I it was the not a top five. I think they were number one on offense and defense. <laughs> not just the top five. They were they were number one. And somehow didn't make the play. How do you do that? Like, how does that even that will probably always be the wildest NFL stat to me? How does the best offensive and defensive yeah. team? Yeah, you are correct. They were the number one offense and defense in the league and didn't make the playoffs. That will always be the Charge wildest hands. thing to me, bro. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I cannot wrap my mind around how, what happened? I don't even re You know what happened? They lost a lot of close games that they shouldn't have lost. Uh. So it came down to, like, they, they just, they didn't know how to close the door properly. But that, of course, is uh, our show for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you for coming and riding with us through another episode. Base, tell the people where to find you. Oh, uh, you know, man, Twitch, twitch.tv slash swaggy mace. Come check me out. I'm trying to do that string thing a little bit more. Show your boy some love. Twitter at funky underscore stuff 09. Yeah. Follow me. And, of course, you guys already know where to follow me, at JSpandamate everywhere. You'll see my face or you will see the ITC logo. Um, make sure you are subscribed to Mace's Twitch page and my Twitch page because over uh, starting next week, we will be dropping our first stream where we hop on and we have a good time with all of our listeners here and our viewers on the stream. We will let you know what game it will be on next week's show. And you will also see it when we go live there. But guess what? That means you have to be back for next week's show because otherwise you'll miss out on that. Plus, we got some other announcements for you next week that I'm going to be dropping on your head like DJ Clue Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh goodness gracious. But, yes, people, that was, of course, another episode of your favorite weekly sports show it is itc sports ball <laughs> oh you're nuts that country let's ride